You are listening to Open Mic Spotlight with Heather Lee Holt. Open Mic Spotlight is a weekly podcast featuring intimate conversations and performances with both local and touring musicians and artists. Take a closer look at all the wonderful talent and culture the Chattanooga music scene has to offer. Open Mic Spotlight is currently looking for future episode sponsors. Sponsorship benefits include spoken ads on episodes and logos and written ads on iTunes and social media. All funds go directly to the production and marketing of each episode. If you would like to sponsor or hear more details, please contact me at heatherleeholt at openmicspotlight.com. Welcome to another episode of Open Mic Spotlight. I am your host, Heather Lee Holt, and today we have some special guests. I'm Nick. And I'm Luke. And together we are Nick, Nick and, and Luke. Luke. <laughs> so clever. Yeah. <laughs> and you're from Pennsylvania, but Nick lives in New York and yes. Luke lives in Baltimore. Yes. So at parking day today, I was downtown and Christy Graves mentioned that she had some guests that were musicians that were staying with her. And so I immediately said, do they want to do my podcast? And she's like, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think they're leaving in the morning. I don't know if there's time. And I'm like, just mention it. Maybe they will. If they don't, no big deal. Don't tell me about it. If they do, tell them to contact me. So and who were they? It was you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, what are you guys doing here? We're up to no good, you know, <laughs> causing trouble in the neighborhood. We are just on the road, traveling around. We played some gigs, sort of through a northern pass out to Chicago, and then sort of dipped down through the south. Always wanted to come to Tennessee, so we were in Memphis a couple of days ago, and just recently came to Chattanooga. Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. We got here so. Wednesday. So how long have you guys been playing together? For seven years we've been playing together, I think. Mm-hmm. But not like this. We only started playing like this at the beginning of this year. Luke was a, well, he's played guitar since forever. And I was, I was trained as a singer, actually. And we sort of met at the end of college. We're doing weirdo jazz stuff. And you were both music majors? No, I was I was like a classical voice major. And I was I was a biochemistry major. Yeah. Amino acids and stuff the like that. The fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you guys just connected on Facebook or something? Like, yeah, hey. Nick, well, Nick was the one that got me back into music because I was not doing a lot of it at that point. So I played with Nick a lot when I was in college my senior year. And then we lived together a little bit in Baltimore and... Nick was moving around. I stayed in Baltimore, and we've done a couple different projects, none of which felt that great. Music projects? Yeah, but nothing I've ever done musically has felt that great since I was a little kid. I mean, back then it felt good, but uh, I've just been trying to uh, reattain that glory and innocence that I had back then. Anyway, oh, the good old days, the glory days. So there's, but, but we decided to do this project where I'm singing more, Nick's playing guitar, but there is a bit of that innocence there, so we're trying to nurture it. Trying to care for it. Yeah, you guys seem fun and you know, easy going and lighthearted. Yeah, it's that's all facade. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of deep we rehearse, dark stuff. We rehearse a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we well we try to rehearse being natural and being alive, you know, and that's the real rehearsal. Is like, how do I just feel good and not try to impose? I, this is for me particularly. Impose my my will and my my desires on the act of living, and. That's getting real heady. We don't need to talk about that. But the point is, we actually don't rehearse. Well, in the conventional sense, we don't rehearse. 
You should get together and play shows. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, preferably for people because I guess our number one priority is making the music feel good and making it feel good between us and the people we're playing for, no matter who it is, whether it's on the street or a real show or a house concert or whatever. Well, let's do one of those songs. Sure. What are you going to play? This is a song of mine. It's called Never Will I Ever Love Again. So Real uplifting one. number. trying to nail that ending for a long time so i'm glad we finally got it so what are your day jobs like we do a lot of sleeping in yeah respectively <laughs> not together often yeah. but that's the only one we're on the road i'll let luke talk about it yeah I'm, I'm a full-time musician so i do a lot of sleeping in and staying up late yeah it's play, i play a lot of different stuff this is one project of many it's one that's probably the closest to my heart oh but uh, this is just because we now. look alike you're in a few different bands yeah, I do. I play a lot of old time and bluegrass and trad jazz stuff in Baltimore. But this is kind of my creative or something. I don't know. We're on the same page with this stuff. We're not about the right notes. We're about the wrong notes. The wrong notes. Sort of. So it's yeah. hard the to find feeling. Other, something like yeah. the emotion. Yeah. And not letting the good notes get in the way of that. What do you do? I know 
And when I grow up, I'm going to be just like Luke. That's why. <laughs> the problem is he lives in New York, and it's a little harder. I live in Baltimore, and things are a little cheaper. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's getting in my brain being in New York. I get to shop at Whole Foods. Nick has to eat rat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, barbe- oh, that's funny. I, the rats are much bigger in Baltimore, so yeah. it's funny you should say that. No, so in New York, I only recently sort of got had stopped working a day job in the past year. But I do a lot of songwriting, producing. I run a festival and a nonprofit. Actually, that's how we're here. This is a good shout out, Chattanooga. Whoop. So I run a festival and nonprofit called Porch Stomp in New York, which is the best community of musicians in the world, I think. It's a lot of really wonderful people that really care about cultivating the folk community. And I try to make it so we spearhead a lot of the traditional stuff too, but it's like a lot of songwriters and roots folks. And we are affiliated with Make Music New York. And then through that connection, we ended up here. And so thankful we did, having a great time. Yeah, our time in Chattanooga has really brought back some morale and hope for this tour. Yeah. We had a great time in St. Louis, but we also had a bad time at times. So this is yeah. good to be here for a couple of days and meet a lot of good people. It's been fun. So you help lead Make Music New York. When I first moved to New York, I took a fellowship there. Mm-hmm. And then through that, I developed Porch Stomp. And it just sort of kept going after that. I work with them a little bit, sort of freelance stuff, but most of my time is spent working on the Porch Stomp stuff. We That's do a cool. bunch of different things to support folk musicians mm-hmm. in New York. In the community? Yeah. And getting the word out about them. And Oh, yeah. That's awesome. I'm going to have to check it out. So on your way over here, I was perusing Facebook, and I noticed that you played the Moxon Bend open mic last night. Did you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're playing there again tonight. From last night? You got a show tonight? Or was that already set up? Christy is the most wonderful person. She just Great. Sk- mm-hmm. she just sprinkles her fairy dust on things and makes. Did you know her before this? No, I because met her through Taryn. That's what she does all of the time. She has fairy dust and she just walks around Chattanooga, making the music <laughs> scene better. <laughs> so you haven't even known her that long, and I'm telling you, you're 100 percent right yeah. with everything mm-hmm. that you just said. Oh yeah, no, it's it's very obvious. But she introduced us to Lewis. Okay. And Lewis was like, hey, you could probably play there if you got a hold of the right person. And then we just sort of showed up there and had a gig for tonight. So Let's do another song. What are you going to play? It's a Gillian Welsh song called Dear Someone.
Chattanooga, can you just stay here? We want to come back. Oh, we definitely want to come back. You haven't been playing guitar very long, have you? No, yeah. <laughs> Nick's been Nick's the veteran here. Yeah, I don't I don't mean to brag, but uh, actually, that's I'm not even funny to the people that are listening because they can't tell who's who. <laughs> so I will just say that I am playing all the notes. Yeah, and I have been playing guitar for a little while, but I'm kind of you know I'm working on this style with this guitar. This is a Kalamazoo. Yeah, let's talk about these guitars for a minute. Well, they're both mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
This one's from the 30s. The Gibson's from the 40s. And found the Gibson in a family friend's attic. And I got this one from a friend in Baltimore for like 500 bucks. So really good finds. But yeah, they sound good. They have a unique sound to them. Yeah, especially this one. It's like you're playing a... A uh, cardboard box. Yeah, like a pine <laughs> coffin or something. Yeah, exactly. With strings on it. Yeah, there's still a body inside. Like bones rattling around. <laughs> so you're leaving tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? Atlanta. We're playing a house show. Apparently some swank house. Mm. Is this a house show tour? We decided to do this in the sort of the end of last year. We had just done some stuff. Luke, Luke has played with, I have a, a full band and Luke has played a bunch. And I guess at the end of last year, he started doing more singing. And we were like, oh, maybe we should try to figure this out. So when we took off on the road the first time, we ran, went around the States for about two and a half months. And we were basically taking whatever we could find. We played churches. We played schools. We played house shows. We played real venues. We've played Hallelujah on the Street with people in Ashland. Oh, that was great. They gave us pizza when we were hungry. Yeah, it was awesome. You know, it's like everything from camping to staying with millionaires in these crazy sprawling complexes of places to do it. We just, we just done a little bit of everything. Yeah. And we're figuring out our own flow and how we're going to deal with this stuff. But I'd say house concerts are generally good for us because we like to play acoustically. It's a big part of our sound. And also we like to be relaxed when we play. So I'm going to do another song. Another original? What are you gonna play? One of Nick's originals. This is a song called Paper Airplane. Don't you think it's a lot like you hiding high? Every door You found yourself In a mess you made Of paper hearts Folded on the floor Just waiting for A whisper on the breeze To send them to the sky Cast yourself another airplane lover Until they reach the ground You can watch them burn without making any sound Go ahead, you can just find another To come crashing down again But this is it, my friend Our love has reached the end Chance to fly 
another airplane lover till they reach the ground. You can watch them burn without making any sound. Go ahead, you can just find another to come crashing down again. But this is it, my friend. Our love has reached the end. Oh, our love has reached the end. Oh, Until they reach the ground You can watch them burn without making any sound Go ahead, you can just find another To come crashing down again But this is it, my friend Yeah, this is it, my friend Yeah, that was awesome. And so different than the other one. Yeah, we're figuring out what we do. Yeah. It's true. We do a lot of things. Yeah. It's good. There's more of differences to come. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Luke has been studying the art of hip-hop. Oh, yeah. In the car. That's uh-huh. right. So, have you been rapping? Oh yeah, not so much in our performances. The, the first time that it came out in our performance was when we were playing in Collinsville, Illinois, on this tour, oh my gosh. and we were in between songs. We were outside of this bar, and they, uh. the bar turned the house music on, on the speakers outside, and it was hip hop. And so I had no choice but to freestyle and recite some rap lyrics over top. Were they your lyrics? They weren't mine. I have not really written anything yet, but uh, just honing the, my craft. Yeah, studying the greats. One day when people hear Nick and Luke and they're doing raps in five years from now and that's like what they do, they're going to listen to this interview and they're going to be like, wow, they were just getting into hip-hop back then. Exactly. And they were talking that's about... That's why we'll like be a hip-hop were... duo. <laughs> <laughs> With folk instruments. The Everly Brothers of hip-hop. Yeah, my joke was Hank-hop. It'd be really funny. Like, like... Well, there is hip-hop, you know. Hip-hop? Oh, yeah. Is that like... Lord. It is oh. a thing. What well, do you know about? Do you know about Gangsta Grass? You know about yes. that band? Yes, they played here a few times in our Nightfall series. Yeah. So, what got you into music to begin with? Did you start when you were really young? I guess if you went to school for music. For me, I'm from a really rural part of Pennsylvania. They didn't, you know, we had a music program there, and, and so I was always involved with that. My interest really came when I was in college, I guess, even though I applied to go to school for music before I went there. You weren't a musician before that? No, I was. I did, you know, I sang and stuff. And, mm-hmm. But I went to Bucknell where we went to school because they had a good engineering program. And my parents wanted me to accidentally become an engineer, <laughs> which I think sums up a lot of my life until that point. And then when I got to college, I got into a lot of weirdo art form stuff. And since then, I've been figuring out what the hell that actually means to me. What about you? I like to think that my entire music progression has been handed to me <laughs> by the hand of fate. Because when I was, I think I was a maybe late 11-year-old, maybe 12, I can't remember exactly when it was. But I had a best friend at the time, and 
we used to sit on the floor and sit and look through a Sears catalog and look at all the really lousy guitars in there and listen to music and sing along with it and pretend like we were playing guitar. And he was like, hey, man, it'd be cool if we learned to play guitar. And I was like, yeah. But it was kind of his idea, I recall. And then I called my mom. She got me started with guitar lessons. But ever since then, it's been lots of nudges in the direction of music while I was trying to do other things like biochemistry. So, yeah, that's pretty Or wrestling. Or, re- yeah. or wrestling. Did you finish your degree? I did, yeah. Because it was around that time where I was playing with Nick and meeting some other musicians, a mentor of ours who was really passionate about music. And I started to develop certain ideas about music and philosophies that kind of are still the way I think about music today. But it was interesting to have played that long. And then that's finally where there was like that shift of perception of what music was that I think was very closely related to me actually choosing to do it. Full-time. Yeah, full-time. Well, you're really, really good, both of you. So good job making a good choice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Mom. (laughs) Suck it, Mom. Just kidding, Mom. I love you. That's what my mom always told me. We have two different moms. Moms, if you're listening. My mom will probably listen to this. Yeah. My mom mom will probably listen to this. My mom's real supportive now. She was always supportive, but in her own way. But now I think she's starting to get it. That this yeah. Is not it just a, takes some time. Aw. Sometimes yeah. you got to like put in the work before you can get it. Yeah. 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 Let's do another song. Every time it rains, it rains. Pennies from heaven. Don't you know each cloud contains pennies from heaven? You'll find your fortune falling all over the town. La 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 la. Make sure that your umbrella is upside down. Trade them for a package of sunshine and flowers. If you have showers so when you hear it thunder don't run under a tree there'll be pennies from heaven for you Pennies from heaven 
some mandolin a little bass a little banjo all the bluegrass instruments okay tell me a story that you guys have from your crazy tours across the u.s i know you have one or two we went in for a radio a radio interview once in washington my car had been sputtering we were in portland and my exhaust pipe broke on my car so it was i was driving like a muscle car you're taking this across the country yeah yeah we were over on the west coast we started on in baltimore and we were, and so that was the first car thing that happened. And so we were driving around, unable to find a, a mechanic that would do it. So we were doing this radio interview in Washington. Richland. Uh, Richland, Washington. Yeah. And we didn't realize it was a tech school for a high school. And we did the interview and talked to the kids. And then, and I just sort of jokingly, before we went in there, I was like, I wonder if they have a welding program, if they could do this for us. So we just sort of mentioned that to the, the radio like the teacher. teacher. Like the teacher. And he, and he was like, Super helpful. He told us to pull our car around back, and we had some kids weld the exhaust pipe for us for no charge. Yeah. Oh, it was great. That's so fun. And what a learning experience for the kids, too. I bet they felt so good about it. And then one kid brought out this... Oh, my God. Brought us this chair (laughs) that he had, like... Twisted up and shaped like a frog, and there were all these like sharp, pointy parts on it. His teacher made him throw it back into the scrap bin because he's afraid someone's gonna get cut out and get tetanus. And he was like trying to show off in front of you guys. Yeah, look at this frog chair. I like the vibe of the school though. They were just oh, they were great. Just let the kids be kids. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, we've seen so we've seen and done some really weird stuff. Fun, like really fun and awesome and incredible stuff. I would say the way especially we approach touring and meeting people and stuff is really, I don't know, it's entirely unconventional, but at least for a lot of the people we hang out with, it's a little out of the box. Yeah, and it's amazing. You just get a whole different set of opportunities when you do it that way. Yeah. Versus trying to figure it all out beforehand maybe or not being open to just hanging around a place to see what happens, who you meet. And really, it's not even just an addition to the other way of touring that we're both familiar with, but it's kind of like what we do almost entirely. So all the connections that we make are at least somehow related to that. And so I feel like we build this organic community. Yeah. I mean, just the people that you've met in Chattanooga so far, Ryan Oyer and Mox and Ben and Christy and you already knew Taryn, but... I mean, it's it's kind of cool. And what, three days? That's pretty cool. Yeah, this is our third day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yesterday was our really the only full day so far. This will be our second full day. We just kind of came in late on Wednesday. Wednesday. And just the fact that you're open to do this interview when you know you have to play at 8 and you don't have a lot of time, but you're like, oh, let's just go do it. Might as well. Oh, that's awesome. Our sole purpose for doing this stuff is to sort of feel natural and just make it 
just like this, you know, talking to another person. It should feel as natural as just striking up conversation. So in a lot of ways, it's like doing things like this helps us. Yeah, helps and us and having the added opportunity that you have on stage to say what you want to say, which you're not always given in life, nor do you have as much control in life because there's a lot of automatic behaviors that bind us. So the goal is to have those human-to-human interactions that feel good and also use the gift of performing to facilitate say what we that connection. Say yeah. Make us as free as we can be when we're interacting with somebody. Yeah, I like it. So on the show, on all the shows, I ask at the end for my guests to give a bit of advice to other musicians or other just oh people God. or anything that you can give an advice piece oh, I'm about not, anything. I don't think I'm qualified to do that. <laughs> this would be the first time I've ever been asked to do that. I always see that question. I guess, yeah. I guess times are changing. Uh, don't drink the water, no. I don't know. How can I say anything serious right now? I know. Maybe it's just that. I think a lot of people take things a little too seriously. You can still care about yeah, life. Yeah, you can still not, care about life, but yeah, not I'm waiting for you. You're, you're, okay, well, I was going to say... <laughs> I, was, I, was just, I was treading water. I was waiting for you to just be like, oh, he's an idiot. Just, all right, don't worry. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> I was going to say my, my gem, put this on a fortune cookie. I say the only thing that's important is what's important to you. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that's important. Remember that, kids. Nobody... And remember what's important to you, because sometimes it's easy to forget. You right. get and, caught and, up in what's important to everyone else. Of, right. That the other part of that is teasing apart. You may think this is important, but is this really important to you, or is it important that you do this for some other reason? The only thing that is important <laughs> is that which is important. Think about it. Mm-hmm. That was or Nick and Luke. That was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> the wheels. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much for coming on today. We're going to do another song, but you guys are amazing, and I can't wait to have you back to Chattanooga. Where can the folks find your stuff? We have a website, nickandlukemusic.com. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. And please, folks at home in Facebook land, like us. We need you. Evergreens. The student law cap made of earth and wood. We live the country, boy, ain't Johnny be good. He never really learned to read and write so well, but he could play guitar just like a ring and a bell. Go, 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 Johnny, go, 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 Johnny, go, 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 Johnny, go, 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 Johnny, go, go, Johnny be good. Well, he used to carry his guitar in a gunny sack He'd sit beneath the trees by the railroad track The engineers would see him sitting in the shade Strum with the rhythm that the trappers made The people passing by would stop and say Oh my, I'm the little country boy can play Go, 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 Johnny, go, go Go, Johnny, go, go Go, Johnny, go, go Go, Johnny, go, go Johnny be good. Mm. You 
But I told him someday you will be a man You will be the leader of a big old band Many people coming from a miles around To hear you play your music when the sun goes down Maybe someday your name will be in light Saying Johnny be good tonight Go, 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 go Go Johnny, go, go Go Johnny, go, go Go Johnny, go, go Go Johnny, go, go Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Open Mic Spotlight is currently looking for future episode sponsors. Sponsorship benefits include spoken ads on episodes and logos and written ads on iTunes and social media. All funds go directly to the production and marketing of each episode. If you would like to sponsor or hear more details, please contact me at heatherleeholt at openmicspotlight.com. I would like to give a warm thank you to Jesse Junkerth for mixing this episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider leaving a rating or a review on iTunes, Facebook, or even the openmicspotlight.com website. If you love this podcast, share it on Facebook and tell your friends about the awesome talent you hear on Open Mic Spotlight. It would be a huge help. 